This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming babies. He seats with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. My microphone is less hot than, let's say, oh, this guest's microphone, which is slightly hotter. This one is just right. So can we make this one as hot as this one? I think we did. Thank you very much. There was a lot of uh, mic checks going on tonight because later tonight, um, my friends at Witstream are doing a show here at uh, UCB and... um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be on the internet live as it's happening. Of course, this podcast won't plop until Friday, so everyone listening to the podcast is like, who gives a shit what you're talking about right now? <laughs> My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, 
And that was Garfunkel and Oates at the beginning of the show with a holiday... Yeah. Give it up for them. They're not here. Uh, that was the pre-recorded uh, holiday version of the theme song, and I think they did a very nice job. Kate McCucci and Ricky Lindholm and um, their Garfunkel Oates on Twitter if you want to follow them, and their version of the theme song will be playing all... Uh, this month, the rest of this month, and next. It's November 23rd, 2010, and we're coming to you from uh, the aforementioned UCB Theater in front of a live audience! <laughs> don't see any name tags tonight. What's up with that? No name tags? Weird. All right. We'll see what happens when we get to the Leonard Malton game. Uh, I did the Leonard Mullen game on the Kevin Pollack chat show a couple of days ago, and you could still download and listen to or look at that, or both. You could listen and look, and that was a lot of fun. I won't spoil it if you haven't heard it yet, but Leonard Malton didn't win again. Uh, he never wins at the game that's named after him. He's like, my mind doesn't think that way. And um, my mind doesn't think that way either. I'm glad I'm not playing. There's... Uh, if when the, the day this plops, I want to say, be very clear that there's no Benson interruption on Comedy Central on that particular night because it's Thanksgiving weekend, Black Friday. People, after a whole day of avoiding black people, they don't want to. Uh, that's what the day's about, right? No. Um, at the end of a day of shopping, that's so weird. Call it black. Okay, but at the end of a day of shopping, people can't. Can't handle the interruption. There's two people talking at once. It's too much. So people are tired. They're like, quit all. Uh, I can't stand all the talking. Um, I want mime entertainment. Speaking of which, December 3rd, that's when we're back. And Michael Ian Black does some amazing mime in that episode. And Thomas Lennon moves around a lot. And, and Andy Daly is, is pretty still. And those are the three comics that are going to be on on December 3rd at midnight. And I'll remind you again next week. Um, if you're in L.A. this weekend, come down to the Improv on Melrose Boulevard, either tonight, uh, uh, Friday, November 26th, or tomorrow, November 27th, for some great shows with some great guests. Uh, Tom Lennon has promised to come by, another person who's super famous, a lady who's quite famous, friends of mine who a couple of them didn't get a chance to do the interruption this run uh, are going to be... Coming by, three fun-filled shows, one on Friday, two on Saturday, and uh, I'm going to interrupt some people, maybe play Leonard Malton. Who knows what's going to happen? So come to that. I'll be at Hyenas in Fort Worth, December 3 through 4, and the one in Dallas on December 5, Tampa Improv, December 9 through 12, and there's a special Marijuana Logs performance at the Gramercy Theater in New York City at 420 on December 18th. LiveNation.com is where you can go to get tickets for that. Now... Every year, Comedy Death Ray does a charity holiday auction for the L.A. Food Bank, and this year is no exception. Starting on November 29th, you can go see what's up for auction at ComedyDeathRay.com, and the bidding goes from December 2 through 12. And I will tell you right now that uh, last year, I donated a guest appearance on this very podcast, and I'd like to bring back the winner of that auction to talk a little bit about this year's auction, please welcome entertainment lawyer Larry Zerner, everybody. People are excited, Larry. 
My other two guests I'll bring out in a second if you're back there. Hang on just a second. I should have told them backstage that they weren't all coming out at the top. You should have. Because I want to zernerate the audience for a second. <laughs> I want to get the audience up to speed on, on Larry Zerner and what's so great about him. <laughs> how much did you bid last year? $845. Yes. And then how much did you ultimately donate to the LA Food Bank? And then I give another thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eighteen, whatever. Eighteen forty-five. And uh, but I, but I match the eight hundred, right? Right. And then so that's what I'm going to do again this year. Is the same thing is going to be up for auction. Be a guest on Douglas Movies and tell everybody about your experience last year, Larry. Yeah. If you're listening to this uh, podcast, okay, that's enough. One. That was that was so boring. Oh my god. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it was. Uh, well, didn't mean to interrupt. That's what I do. <laughs> I got to pick the. Here's some name tags. I got to pick the comics. So uh, Larry was involved in picking the comics. He's already saying he got to pick them. It wasn't absolutely up to him. His top choice was George Carlin, who is dead. And I just don't. I don't try to pull that kind of witchy kind of shit. I didn't want to turn the show into a séance. And then I went. We're with from Bron the Grave. We're here. Fuck shit, piss cunt. Those are four of the seven words. You could say piss now, though. You can. Yeah. Okay, go on. And then I went, I went with the comics I most wanted to sleep with. And then I went, I asked for Posehn, and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say no. Brian did, because I said, this guy, Larry Zerner, wants to fuck you. <laughs> and Brian was like, I'm going to stay here in the valley tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you had, we had, the guests ended up being two comics that you do admire and had mentioned to me. Maria Bamford and Aziz Ansari. Right, and we did a real show. You thought you might show up and I'd just be like, here's the winner. And you'd go like, eh, and then I'd throw you out. Right. And But you participated in the whole thing. Right. Got to hang out backstage with everybody. Right. The Comedy Death Ray comics came in, so you met a bunch of them after we were done. Right. It was probably the best night of your life. Probably. <laughs> and now you're back for more. Now, I'm not saying the winner this year is going to become a recurring guest and, and frequent person in my life like Larry has become. <laughs> Not everyone is as lovable and interesting as Larry is, so take your chances on that. Uh, but the other thing I'm going to auction off this year, Larry, and this is kind of scaring me that I've committed to this, is I will go see a movie with a person. And right? with any luck at all, the top bidder will live here in L.A. and I just have to go to the arc light or something. But if the top bidder is outside of the state or the city of Los Angeles... Uh, or the state of California, I will travel to that person and go see a movie with them at my own expense. I won't even ask to sleep on your futon <laughs> if you win. So I'm, I'm kind of, cre I'm going to bring cameras because I'm creating a whole catfish kind of situation. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I hope to come back from that experience alive and... Um, You'll get to pick the movie, and since you donated, hopefully, a lot of money, uh, you'll also, uh, you know, get to watch me pay for you to get in. <laughs> That's a really weird way of phrasing that. Uh, I can't read my own writing, so I think I explained it all. Yeah, so uh, Larry's back on again, and we're excited to have him again, and I, I also have two great guests for Larry to participate with tonight and uh, participate with. Uh, you could see them both soon on the Benson Interruption. Over. <laughs> Please welcome my hilarious friends, Tig Notaro and Greg Proops.
Come on in, you guys. Hey, Greg, just say everything Hi. into the microphone. There you go. Hi, Larry. Hi. Hi, Greg. So you picked Maria and who? Aziz. Oh. Aziz Ansari. But he didn't pick us. I think, don't leave. I think that he, I think you were on the list, but you were busy. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. We can still get together if you want. I'm cool. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Larry on. really wanted you to, and his dream has finally come true. Because he was stuck with Aziz and Rhea last time. And I wanted to recreate the experience because Aziz goes to a lot of movies, knows a lot about movies like Greg Proops. And Maria, not unlike Tig, does not pay attention to motion pictures. Or anything. Or anything. Well, <laughs> Maria pays attention to, you know, what's, what's good to buy at Target. <laughs> Her commercials wow. are hilarious, by the way. Uh, but Tig, um, have you seen a motion picture... Since the last time you and I have spoken. You know, after I got out of my car and I was walking here, I was, just, I was more like, oh, I wanted to get here on time. And then I was, I was like, oh, my God. Have I seen a movie since we were in Austin? And I think I watched one on silent on a plane. Like I On didn't, silent? You put the headphones on and I, muted it? <laughs> Because uh, yeah. it was just on on a plane, right. and you didn't bother to put on the headphones. Exactly. What movie was that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think... know why it didn't make an impact. <laughs> like no, the I good remember, old days of silent film. I remember following it and feeling, like, oh, I get it. okay, things are going well for them now. <laughs> oh, okay, they're shopping and they're flirting. Oh, oh so okay. it was a rom-com. I think I think what's her name was in it. Jay oh Lee. yes, yeah. she's good. She's really good. Was she, not, what's his nuts there too? I think old what's his nuts did make an appearance. Was the older fellow in it that played the dad? <laughs> no, but the guy, the guy that looks like him. Oh, that guy. He's in everything. Yeah, he yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Larry, what? do you have any guesses? On what movie she saw? Yeah, yeah. Was you it, could ask her a question if you want. Was it The Exorcist? Good question. That eliminates a whole genre right off the bat. I don't know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight on a flight, we're going to be playing a classic. <laughs> that would be awesome. Your brother sucks cocks in hell. Oh, that's the same thing TSA was saying to me 30 minutes ago. Or I was saying to them, I should have said... That was the part where it's like, oh, this is where they're flirting. <laughs> <laughs> He's really turning her head around. <laughs> he got into her pants. a crucifix into her cooch. Yeah. What? He got into her pants. Yeah, exactly. All right, Larry, it's quite time for you. Now... <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. See what fun Larry's having, listeners. <laughs> I love that The Exorcist has flirtation in it. That's a new take on that movie. Yeah. I thought straight up, you know, Catholicism, but I guess it was a little bit flirty if you think about it. If I went into a room and a girl flew around the room and landed on her bed upside down, I'd be like, okay. That's an invitation. Yeah. If she pushed you down a staircase and you broke your neck, you'd be like, she got my attention. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming, Greg and Tig. We came together. 
You carpooled? Yeah. Yeah. Because your episode of the Benson Interruption is together. Is on December 10th, probably. We've been doing. I can't guarantee anything. We've been doing everything together since. You we just hang out together? <laughs> yeah. 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 But Brian Fosain is on that episode, too, and he couldn't be here tonight because he didn't want to be. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> we haven't been excluding him on purpose. He's just been busy. Yeah, he's got stuff to do. He's got yeah. a little. He's got a little kid, and um, I don't know what else. I've really. never bought that, but yeah. <laughs> he does. Kid's name's Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait till <laughs> till someday when the kid's a little older. Someday, uh, I want to watch Back to the Future with him, <laughs> and at the very end, just give him a look when Christopher Lloyd says, "We don't need Rhodes." <laughs> 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 Have you been to the motion pictures lately, Greg, or seen one on a plane or I Netflix saw one. or something? Yes, I, I watched one with the sound off on a plane last week. The one with Robert Duval and Bill Murray. Low. Get low. Get low. I don't know what the plot is. I couldn't figure it out from the whole movie without listening. And then the week before that, I watched... Uh, he, Robert Duvall has a beard, and then he gets shaved, and then he goes into town, and then he's a little cleaner, so I assume something happened. I haven't seen it, but I can tell you what it's about. How about, what, two hours? <laughs> yeah. No, it's about uh, Robert Duvall plays an old guy who decides to have his own funeral while he's still alive and can appreciate it. Now it makes sense, right? No, but uh, it made more sense. You know what I mean? Because the blowing into town and acting all crotchety and weird, and then they tried to... I got that they were trying to discover who he, what his motive was. Then I saw an Angelina Jolie one called um, Salt. Yeah, what was, what was her motive? Wow. I don't know if anyone's seen this one, but it's pretty wild. Apparently the Cold War's still on, and a, a horrible plot accident occurred right before the movie was made. And uh, she's a Russian double, no, triple agent, and I lost interest when Liev Schreiber yelled. And that was my, uh, I mean, I watched the whole thing, and like all movies on planes, I fell asleep right before the end, and then I woke up as the credits were rolling, but it didn't matter because I figured it out. I must have seen 20 movies that way. Especially when the, all the uh, Ben Affleck movies were on the planes. The, the Paycheck? Paycheck? Pay stub? Paycheck. The, paycheck? He made an action Stub movie. Hub. He made a movie called StubHub. <laughs> How can you make an action movie? They are movie? not advertisers yeah. of this podcast. An action movie can't be called Salt or Paycheck. Shouldn't it be called, you know, the boom that goes, yeah, or whatever, or, you know, right? Shouldn't it be called, you know, Knives All Night? You know, yeah, you can't have like a, a movie like that and call it Good Friends. Right. Salt and Paycheck. You got to be joking. You know what? I think the uh, movie I saw was with Drew Barrymore. Uh, oh, with, where oh, she's oh on, going to distance? No, where she's on roller skates. Oh. Um, or no, she wasn't on roller skates. Was she I said movie? the real answer before I could do my joke answer. She wasn't Do the joke answer. I went, you were like on roller skates. I wanted to go, um... But then there's no... Snow White. Is there a serious Drew Barrymore movie? She's not even serious in one that, ever? is she? Because that would have been funny if she was in like Schindler's List. It would be funny to go, roller skates? Oh, yeah, Schindler's List. What, what, was the, what was the bitchin' one she was in when there were four girl gunfighters? Wasn't she in that one? Oh, yeah, Bad Girls. Bad Girls. Yeah, yeah, with Madeline... That's good Madeline movie. Stowe. Madeline Stowe. For the longest time, I told people, I'm running to the Madeline Stowe. Do you need anything? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Gosh, we're already almost out of time. This is crazy how fast it goes, and it's also crazy that one guy laughed at that. <laughs> He's out of time. <laughs> time, it's crazy. I can't believe it. Maybe he thought I was being sarcastic. 
Um, but I did have something I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Falling asleep in movies. I do it routinely. So the person, person who wins the auction, I'm going to tell you right now, I will fall asleep if you pick a boring movie. Uh, I will fall asleep. But when I wake up a few minutes later, I won't say, what did I miss? Because I'm sleeping because the movie is boring. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that wakes up and goes, oh, I got to know every detail of when I was asleep. No, I wake up and go, oh, shit, it's still going on. Let me try to go back to sleep. So that's what, you, that's what you're going to have to deal with if you go with me to the movies. Especially if, I don't it's, blame you. if it's supposed to be scary, that really puts me to sleep. Right. I couldn't stay scary awake. Scary puts during... you to sleep? <laughs> yeah, because it's always just like, here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. And I'm like, oh, this person is either going to die violently or it's going to be a near miss or they're going to find the cat and go back. Whatever it is, I don't give a shit. I've seen every variation and it's boring to wait for it. I, I love like, that that's... A scary movie should be nonstop crazy yeah. shit happening. I just love that that's um, the horror film to you is, here, kitty, kitty. Yeah. They always go back for the fucking cat. Like, I thought you were it's gonna, either a horror film or something's on fire. I thought you were going to say that you fall asleep like where you're watching. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have, like you, uh, you're I have so scared hor- apnea yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> scared apnea. I don't apnea. mean to throw around a lot of medical jargon. <laughs> in front of the smartest man in the world, have you guys been to, on an occasional Wednesday night at Bar, <laughs> at Bar, Bar Lubitsch? Lubitsch? Yeah. In Los Angeles, so tomorrow night, for everyone that's here tonight, a free show called The Smartest Man in the World that Greg podcasts, uh, and you essentially get on stage, and I just prove to everyone that you're smarter than everyone. Well, I don't think I have to prove it, but yeah. I'm so there. It's, it's a lot of fun. Come with your questions that make you think you're smart, and uh, have some cocktails. There's like a bar. Oh, yeah. No, there's drinks. The whole time. It's fun. It's not, you know, I don't... Not that this room's not fun. Sitting in a box like a Star Trek set is awesome. <laughs> this is more like a 20s, uh, I don't know, like a loose Russian bar that you'd make an assignation in with someone that you oughtn't be with. <laughs> Which I then lends it a certain frisson. And by frisson, I mean rubric. So there's a lot of that shit where you just sit there going, you just sit there going, I'm stupid. Are you going to see the new Harry Potter? I was gonna, and then I remembered I'm cool and old. So, uh, no, I don't want to be arrested when I walk in alone into that theater. Enjoying the show, kids? <laughs> Terrific film, isn't it? Gosh, that little girl's grown up so fast. And I heard Daniel Radcliffe did Equus. That means he was naked in London. Who's the older fellow? He seems nice. Around oh, the time of the third one, I said, uh, Hermione puts the bra in abracadabra. <laughs> but that was really inappropriate. <laughs> now, not so much. Now, it's okay to say it. Aren't they all college age now? Or whatever. I saw the movie this weekend, and now I feel so creepy. Uh, thanks for that, this is, the, <clears throat> this is the one movie I have been waiting to see. Harry Potter? Well, let me just say, my, ass- my assessment of it is that... And this won't make any sense to you because you don't see movies. But it's the Empire Strikes Back of Harry Potter movies. Well, yeah. I've seen went, Empire Strikes Back. You have seen Empire I've Strikes seen, Back. Well, I've Remember seen how Greece when that was over, Star you were like, I think the bad guys just won and the good guys are standing around with their dicks in their hand. <laughs> the other hand, of course. And, uh... Uh-oh. 
No, I've seen Grease in Star Wars. Like okay, all the Star say, Wars. You can't say I saw Empire Strikes Back and then go, yeah, I saw Star Wars. No, but I'm... Those I, are two different movies. Wait, I'm, who are you talking to? That guy. <laughs> I can't have this argument with you Who again. is he talking to? Well, look, I did see Star Wars, okay? I saw Star Wars, but I also saw the other ones. Including you've Empire... Seen the, you've seen the whole Doug, saga. Doug, hear me out. <laughs> If you really want to get into this, we can get into this. Okay, let me ask you. Did you see Star Wars Legend of the Black Pearl? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Liar! There I, isn't a Star Wars Legend of the Black Pearl. Now what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> Let's play the Leonard Maltin game. We'll start uh, with Larry and then move on to Greg and then Tig so that Tig has time to refresh her memory on how this game works. And I, th I think you have a chance of winning, Tig. I really do. Didn't I win last time? I did. I think you might have, yeah. By not answering anything? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game for people who don't know anything because you could still win. Uh, who would you like to play for in our audience, Larry Zerner? Uh, I'll play for Annette. She's right That's your friend, Annette? Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow, that is not part of the holiday season. <laughs> that is not the right attitude. No, I guess playing for your friend's a nice gesture. Tig, who would you like to play for? So a lot of people have... That's what, when I said at the beginning, nobody has name tags, I wasn't taking into account that people have electronic ones yeah. that w they would whip out. That's so cute. This yeah. girl over here has Annie, and she's obviously a copyright infringement. <laughs> Because she's using the Annie logo from the Broadway show, not the movie, by the way. Uh, Tiara is over there wearing her name tag on her head. And uh, what does that one over there say? Joe? Joe, Joe okay. And that's, then something's that's happening one. That's high up tech. there. Somebody's got something up there. And Rusey's ineligible, by the way. Okay, he's here. Well, you can't play anymore, Rusey. I love your signs, but the guests don't know that you're here all the time. I'm going to play for Tiara. Tiara, nice choice. And Greg, who would you like to play for? Uh, Annie. Yeah. All right. The sun will come out. Tomorrow. Here we go, Larry. Would you like a motion picture that takes place at Thanksgiving? Uh, from uh, at Stenrix, S-T-N-R-I-X on Twitter. Uh, he suggested, or she suggested, Cities. This is movies where the, uh, the title of the movie has the name of a city in it. Or would you like cartoons made into movies that was suggested by at the AVG Joe, the av average, I assume that's what that's short for. Or wait, no, no, it's the A-Vagina Joe <laughs> is what that's short for. Uh, so cartoon movies, cities, or Thanksgiving? I'll take cities. Okay, here we go. Would you like a city movie from 1990, 1996, or 1997? 1990. Oh, I like that. That's what a good strategy. What if it's strategy. Sleepless in Seattle? What if it's Sleepless in Seattle? Then you should guess that when it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Because you'll, you'll be wrong. Okay. Have we started guessing? No. Oh, because Tig already guessed. Listen, smartest man in the world. <laughs> Two stars. Leonard Malton gives this motion picture with a city in the title. Uh, 
It's from 1990, as I said, and he says that it has three dynamic performances and that it uh, commands your attention. (laughs) And yet somehow it only gets two stars. (laughs) He's a contradiction, that Leonard Maltin. And there are nine names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Larry Z. I'll go six. Nice opening bid. Greg Proust? Uh, Five. Five names. Now, Tig, you can either drive the bidding down a little bit, or you can say, name that movie, Greg Proops. Well, what should I do? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess Sleepless in Seattle, so whatever you did. <laughs> um, you could say, name that movie to Greg, and he'll guess Sleepless in Seattle, or Sleepless in Seattle. He'll pronounce it correctly, and um, we'll see what happens. Or, or you can bid lower and see what... See if Larry wants to try to make you name it. Uh, name that movie. Wow, okay. All right, Greg, here we go. You get, what is it, five names? Yeah? Okay, thank you. Thanks for paying attention. That was just a test I knew. Uh, okay, two stars. There's a city in the title. It's got three dynamic performances. And he says it commands your attention. And your five names are Martine Biswicky. Oba Babatunde. Mm. I know I'm pronouncing Oba Babatunde right because I love that name. I don't know about Martine Biswicky. Might cr- be that's Bestwick. correct. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tig Notaro. Uh, Paul Gleason. Of course, we all know him as the dead guy who played the principal in Breakfast Club. Jose Perez and Charles Napier. Mm. Those are your five names. Do you have any idea, Greg Proops? We haven't come up to anywhere near the leads of this movie. You know, there's four more names, yeah. And those, yeah. those names would be more helpful, especially, yeah. especially those three dynamic performers. Yeah. That's where I'm coming apart a little bit on this one. If he needs it's help, a- can I help him? Yeah, thank you, Tig. Yes, please help him. It's a 19- Do everything you can to help him get this correct. 1990, is it? Yeah. Three dynamic performances. Yes, and it has this yeah. name of a city in the title. That's what blows Sleepless in Seattle out of the water, right? It gets right? your command. Because now there's only two dynamic performances, right? You didn't think that little fucking kid was dynamic? <laughs> I do now. What do you think, Tiggles? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to infer from that it's Sleepless in Seattle. That's incorrect. I got a guess. I got a guess. Larry's got a guess. Miami Blues? That's correct. All right. Nice. Hey, get in the game next time. I'm a huge... Why don't you try to play the game next time? I, I'm a huge Oba Babatunde fan. I'll I name you him, the other I saw stars. him in Dreamgirls. He's great. It's, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, that Jennifer guy? Jason yeah, Lee. Yeah, no, Jennifer Jason Lee. Alec, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin at the yeah. top of his Fred game. Ward and John Lithgow yeah, and a Nora Dunn. Thin, hairy beast. Okay. Good naming. Parts of it. <laughs> I love on 30 Rock whenever they show pictures of him when he was young and everyone yeah. just swoons, you know, and, he's, and then he's standing there all fat. Okay, so uh, <laughs> who got the point that time? Tig, of course. She's running away with this thing. Get your shit together, guys. We're going to start with Larry again because he wasn't part of that skirmish. Would you like... Today is uh, Chris Hardwick's birthday. So in honor of the Nerdist uh, movies that he's in, He's, he's been in a handful of movies. If you're a listener to the podcast, you've heard him talk about them. Um, another category is from at Really Cheeks, C-H-E-E-K-Z. 
uh, suggested Best Picture Losers. So that's movies that were nominated for Best Picture, but did, then did not prevail. And then from at DV underscore Ant, <laughs> DV Ant, uh, zombie movies. Because, you know, Halloween's coming around again. <laughs> so that's I thought it would be a hot topic. Yeah, there's no stars in zombie movies. Oh, that's an interesting point. Larry Zerner, of course, is one of the stars of Friday the 13th Part 3, where they do have stars. <laughs> Hardly. They get the big names for the Friday the 13th movies. So what do you think, Shelley? <laughs> Don't be an asshole. I, I am a regular listener to The Nerdist, so I'll go with uh, Chris, Chris Hardwick movies. All right, here we go. Uh, would you like a Chris Hardwick movie? Now, when I say that, I mean he appears briefly. Uh, let's not get crazy. From 2003, 2004, or 2009? 2003. Okay. And 2009 would, you... would have been easier. <laughs> it's easier for you to remember movies you never saw more recently? That's correct. <laughs> okay, 2003. There's a certain logic to that. There is, right? Leonard gives this movie three stars. Uh, okay, Leonard. Do what you gotta do, Leonard. <laughs> A lot of people like it. I thought you said Leno. Jay Leno gave, gave it three <laughs> stars also. He was like, eh, there's only a couple of good cars in there. <laughs> okay, would you like uh, some clues? Let me give you some clues. He says that uh, there's lots of large-scale action. And he says that uh, the effects are impressive. Large-scale action, there goes There effects. goes my Night of a Thousand Corpses guess. You know, when you play out loud like that, you're only hurting yourself. He didn't give that movie three stars. No, that's true. He did not do that. How many names? He gave, uh, he gave Halloween 2, Rob, Zombies, Halloween 2. Leonard gave that bomb. Yeah. That's intense. But Leonard also, he said the other day on the Kevin Pollock chat show that he doesn't, that's, he doesn't like scary movies. And it's like, how can you give a bomb to a movie that you're too much of a pussy to see? Okay, here we go. <laughs> but he did say that the arm cutting off in 127 hours, is, is, it's not that bad, that you, that you can get through it, because people have been fainting at screenings. Okay, I just thought I'd give you guys a little news you could use. <laughs> Seven names, Larry Zerner. How many names do you think you can get it in? Seven. Okay, now you're not, you're not here to play. I'm here to play. Because you probably have a good idea what this is, or you will. Greg? Uh, six. Tig. Make a lower one and let Larry do it, Tig. That's how the game will be better. <laughs> so is it better to pick, like, five or one? Well, you can, if you go one, you're going to get have to do it, I think. Yeah, if you go one, he, Larry's going to say name that movie because he's no stupid. Five. <laughs> five? She right. says five. Four. Larry says four. Larry, name that movie. All right, Larry. Stepping up to the plate. Would you like the clues again? Action, special effects. Great. Three stars, 2003. Great. Christopher Lawford was in this movie. Never heard from him again. Mark, Mark Fam, Famiglietti? 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 Yeah, exactly. Who cares? I don't know how you pronounce her first name, but her last name is Loken. Christina or Christana? Christana Loken? And your fourth name is David Andrews. But I think that third name 
That should be the one to give it away. Yes. It's T3. T3. Yes, say the whole title. Terminator 3. (laughs) What's the rest of it? Terminator 3, then what? (laughs) No, that's good enough. Rise of the Machines. Rise of the Machines. Yay, Larry Zerner got a point. See, that that one wasn't uh, T3, Curse of the Black Pearl? (laughs) No. All right, Greg, you get to pick a category. Thanksgiving, cartoons made into movies, or best picture losers? Annie? Um, Thanksgiving. 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 Good call, because I'll have to ditch this category next week. (laughs) Okay, would you like a Thanksgiving movie, uh, Thanksgiving set movie from 95, 97, or 2003? I'm going to go against Tig's theory and go 95. Okay. They should teach takes theory in school. <laughs> Two yeah. stars from Leonard. Can't disagree. He calls it dreary. And then he says, this is the last line of the review, and I love it. Why would anyone want to spend time with these people? <laughs> and then, but then still two stars. I hated those people. Two stars. <laughs> and there are 13 names. Oh, six, you know, six. Let's start there. Okay. Greg says six. Oh, Larry of Zerner. No, it's, it's two. What? Go around this way, right? Where was it this way? Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Tick. Um, five. Five names, she says. <laughs> Name that movie. Oh, shit. Oh, Larry's going for the win. <laughs> Who are you playing for, Larry? Oh, your friend. This crowd is going to turn I should have strategized you. that one more. Tiara, I'm sorry. Right, T, the names are blah, blah, blee, blee. Right. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a shit? And fuck it. <laughs> Name that movie. I think I know which one this is. I do really, you really do. From it's the description. Sean, Sean Hatosi, Hatosi, Amy Yazbek, David Strathairn, Austin Pendleton, and Claire Danes. Yeah, no. ooh, Claire Danes. Someone does that. So, I just heard any idea at all? Gulp of uh, think of Try to think of what a movie about Thanksgiving might be called. <laughs> that might bring it. Um, it's not Whip It. It's not Whip It. <laughs> yeah, let's narrow it down. Name every movie that you can think of. Um, a movie about Thanksgiving would be called... Um, turkey fuckers not, was, <laughs> meet the turkey fuckers <laughs> turkey fuckers T3 rise of the turkey fucker Larry did he get it All right, we gotta go that's the right answer it's T3 rise of the turkey fuckers <laughs> I wanna make that movie <laughs> Four weddings and a turkey fucker. <laughs> November. Oh, that's a good way to go. That would have been smart. November 20, whatever. Because it's a different day every year. Right. That doesn't quite work. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, does anybody think Was they that know not her? it? That's not it. I think I know. Steve Gutenberg. Mm. Craig? Is it Thanksgiving Day? No. Cynthia Stevenson, Geraldine Chaplin, Dylan McDermott, Charles Durning, Anne Bancroft, Robert Downey Jr., uh, and Holly Hunter, Home for the Holidays, directed by Jodie Foster. Yeah. <laughs> so Annette's excited. Everyone else is like, nah. 
but Annette is our winner. Congratulations. Larry did it for you. You get a poster of Tig had a comedy festival that was a, a one annual. And um, I'm not even going to say the name of it, because why promote that name, right? Because you're not doing that anymore. But she's going to sign it for well, you, only Annette. If you, only, only if you want, want her to I, sign I it. She doesn't want to force it, it on you. If you'd rather have a, her poster without her name on yeah. it. Yeah. By all means, do say and so. No, no offense taken if you don't want me to Just sign it. <laughs> she would love it. She's so excited that you're going to sign it. Larry brought Friday the 13th, and this is very nice of you. He brought part four and uh, six? Five. Five and six. Yeah. Wait, or four and five? Yeah. yeah, final chapter was four. See, there's no number on there. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Like you're fucking with me, and, and I know, and, and that's never six seen it. is Jason Lives Part Six, but they have 3D covers, so those are amazing. And um, thank you for bringing those, and thank you for not bringing the one you're in. <laughs> it worked out good for Annette; she's probably tired of looking at it. And you got uh, copies of both of my uh, two of my CDs, Hypocritical Oath and Professional Humoridian. You got oh, there's your poster. It says Tig's autograph on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, the way you authenticate it right there on the spot. She doesn't have to go to some highfalutin appraiser. Uh, copy of Super Jaime. And then also, this is very exciting, uh, my friends wrote a book called Reefer Movie Madness, The Ultimate Stoner Guide to Film, or Stoner Film Guide, and, uh, by Shirley Halperin and Steve Bloom. And uh, so you're going to get a copy of that. There's a little interview with me in there and a bunch of uh, uh, articles about uh, pot movies. Do you guys, while I find out who the losers, and they're not losers, they're just not winners, um, I'm going to ask them who they want me to call a shithead. Well, you guys, tell us what you have to plug. Start with Greg. You got some gigs coming up you want to tell oh, us yeah, about? Oh, yeah. I'm doing the podcast tomorrow, which no one who's listening will be able to go to, but I invite you people, if you will, to Bar Lubitsch in uh, Scintillating West Hollywood. You'll also get a copy of my CD. It'll be cyber knotted to you. And then I'll be on the Doug Benson Interruption with Miss Tig Nataro on December 10th on Comedy Central. Awesome. Uh, Over there, too? Right there. Keep talking, you guys. I will be on uh, Community next week. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll be at the Improv with Doug on Saturday night, late show. Yeah, the, the guests are all going to be a surprise, but that's cool. <laughs> I, I can't even I'm believe these names they just Oh, and gave the me. other thing, real quick, um, I'm, I'm filming, um, uh, shows in living rooms. If you have any interest in us doing a show in your living room... Um, that would be awesome. I, I love that. So yeah. they just contact you how? Uh, there's a Facebook page. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called. <laughs> but if you go on Facebook and search TIG, we'll probably find yeah, it. Right? It's You're not, not doing this like anonymously. It's, it's, no, it's they for really, Comedy it's, Central. And it's you will go to their house. And then I, 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 I do a show, show at your, in your living room, and then I bring uh, a surprise uh, friend of mine to drop into your living room, and you have to upload... It's going to be me. We might as well let the cat out of the bag right now. <laughs> Wasn't it supposed to be a surprise? <laughs> Can I plug? Uh, but yeah, yeah and yeah, you yeah. have to make a, a two-minute video showing your house and why we should come to your house, so... Oh, like you make your own cribs and then send it in. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. And Larry, what do you got coming up? 
Well, if you're uh, an actor or writer... Any interesting litigation? Or uh, I am doing some interesting cases, but if you need a lawyer, look me up at uh, zernerlaw.com. And I have a movie coming out next year with Brian Posehn and Danny Putty from Community. It's called yeah. The Knights of Badass Dump. And it's, and it's directed uh, by Joe, right? Directed by Joe Lynch. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, Steve Zahn and Ryan Quanton and Summer Glau. It's going to be... Uh, look for it next uh, October, probably. Nice. Sweet. You'll be back on before then, next October. Jesus, that's that's forever ago. Are you doing law in the movie? Uh, no, I'm. Uh, I just have a cameo yelling at Brian Posehn. Oh, cool. Oh, I should also mention that when I played the Leonard Maltin game on uh, on Kevin Pollock's chat show, Sam Levine got uh, the movie 15 minutes in negative two names, and then he named De Niro and and Edward Burns in order. And so he immediately got a place in the uh, the next tournament of championships. So look for Sam Levine there. And thanks again to my guests, Greg Proops, Tig Notaro, the legendary Larry Zerner. Thanks, Greg. Uh, let me get a picture of you guys. But as always, uh, Narek? Narek? Is this shithead? Yeah, this girl went out with a person named Narek. And Brad Drennan. Is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies.